Across the rainbow bridge of Asgard Where the booming heavens roar You'll behold in breathless wonder The God of thunder mighty Lord Well, hello again. This is Doc Benny speaking. We are here to talk about the third episode of Loki. I'm joined with my friend Jim and my friend Bob. And uh, let's, we haven't had Jim. I, I don't think, I've, I think it's just been Bob and I talking about Loki the whole time so far. So uh, Jim, why don't you give us kind of your, what do you think of the series so far? Uh, the first, second, third episode in, and we'll try not to give away stuff from the fourth or fifth episode. But we've all watched up to the fifth episode, so it's kind of hard for us to keep it all straight in our heads. But uh, go ahead, Jim. What do you think? Uh, I, I'm actually enjoying it. Um, like you say, I've seen up to the fifth episode now, so I'm really interested to see the final episode. But um, it, it, it went in a, a direction that I think you, you don't normally see with... Uh, with Marvel type stuff, you know, so we have all the Marvel movies and, and this one is, is a lot different. So I, I like the, it, it being different. Um, you know, I think with the, the TV shows that they're doing with Marvel, that they, it gives them the ability to maybe go in a little different directions than they would with their, their feature like films and stuff. So, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it and, you know, it just seems to get better every week. And, you know, now it's only got one episode left and I'm kind of wishing it was a little longer. Yeah, I would, I would tend to agree with all that, Jim. And, and uh, unlike, well, all three series have been completely different from each other. Um, we sort of said that the Falcon Winter Soldier was probably the most standardized, the most like the movies. Um, certainly the first series was completely different with WandaVision. Um, and this one is different in that I almost feel like every episode is taking you in another direction and sort of where you don't expect to necessarily go. So it keeps you surprised as to where they're going. Um, the strange thing is, as, as you're saying, we're on episode, we're talking about episode three, but we're up to episode five that we've all watched. And it continues to do this hopping left and right. So it's not like it's, 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 I guess it's slowly building towards a climax in some ways, but in other ways, it's just been going all over the place. So I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen in the sixth episode. And that's a rarity. You know, usually we can kind of go, oh, by the end of a series, we, we know what direction is happening. They're, they're going to solve this thing and this is what's going to go on. Um, in this series, I think we can less say that we sort of are like, okay, I think it's going here, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> so, um, Bob, what do you think overall of the series? And then we'll start going through this episode, but go ahead. 
Yeah, kind of with Jim on you every week takes you in a different direction and reveals something new that's about this like world that they're in. Like Jim said, it's the whole series is completely different. I don't like Thor. I think I've said it a million times that I'd rather watch Paint Dry than watch the Thor movies. But I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, and even I'm really liking the character now too. But he's he's kind of diverting to like the character. So I'm interested to see what direction they finally take him. So the quote that you know, if they're gonna. You know they they watch these podcasts or listen to them and and get quotes <laughs> from people to kind of say how great their series is best series ever and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Bob is it's better. It's it's definitely better than watching paint dry. Is that <laughs> essentially your your rating of this? I think that's great. So I, I think it really depends upon the color of the paint. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there are some colors that I would rather watch dry over other colors. So. Yes. Uh, I guess I'm just reiterating, if you're not a Thor fan, don't use that to block this because it's completely different. Yeah. And I do really like watching Blue Dry. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Well, of course, if, if you went to the store and told them you wanted to buy blue paint, they'd be like, like, well, we, ha- we don't have any blue paint. We have, you know, Mystic Periwinkle and we have <laughs> a million other colors, but we don't have blue. No, no blue. Well, Something in that like you then. <laughs> <laughs> so in this particular episode, let's try and figure out where it happens. I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm trying to remember back to episode three, what was going on. Um is this the episode where they full on have him? It's essentially just he and the the new female Loki, um, Sylvia. Yeah, Sylvia spend the episode together. Is that correct? Sylvia or Sylvie? Sylvie, I think you're right, Sylvie. Yeah, they're on that planet. Yeah, yeah. they. they... The planet is going being destroyed by the other planet running into it. Yeah, and they're tra- they're trapped there because their their right. time little portal thing, door portal thing, got broke. And they're, and they're so- trapped there. At, that's at the end of the episode, right? And then that leads us into the cliffhanger for the following episode. Am I correct? No, in in this episode, they they transfer to get. They were in the TVA. Yes. And they transport out of there, and he transports them to this planet. Right. And then they get to this planet because it's going to be destroyed. And that's where she likes to hide in places where there's disasters. So she can do whatever she wants and nobody knows. Um, but so they transport there, but then the battery is it's out of power on the device to open up the portals. Right. So then they try to get the battery charged and in the process they went destroying the device. So now they're stuck on this planet that's about to be destroyed. And so they, they go through the process of trying to escape from the planet on the, the, the one ship that could get them off the planet, but right. it gets destroyed. And then that's kind of where it, it ends. Right. And that's no, what I thought, should I, if I say something, I might give it away. Yeah. I, Bob, I, don't give it away. You give away too much, man. <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly where it, where it ends. 
it ends, I think they, they, they get on the train, they take the train thing, they get over to the city where they have the escape ship and this, you know, it's like, oh, well, this ship didn't make it off the planet originally. It's like, well, it didn't have us trying to take it or whatever. And so they're, they're fighting their way towards the ship and then a big, you know, something else happens. I can't remember if that happens at the end of three or the beginning of four. Well, and then, and so then after the, the end of that, I think that maybe we're just sitting, waiting for the world to end or something like that. With that's what I thought. Well, yeah. Yeah. So we'll leave it there then. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where the next one starts up is at, at that point. Agreed. And I, I really enjoy the two of them together. I think they do a great job acting together and uh, it's just a, a fun episode to watch uh, for me. And it's just a huge character piece is kind of what this episode breaks down to be. Um, the, uh, of course, online it blew up because in this episode, he said that uh, there was something about their relationships and past relationships and things. And he said that uh, essentially he's had, relationships with males and females and so um, online they're all like oh yeah he's we've always thought he was bi and now he's come out as bi and that sort of thing um i heard there was some discussion though whether it was bi or pansexual or right <laughs> i can never keep them all but used the reality be- is they don't play that up much than than give it that one scene in this in the series and then that one i think that that one scene though is 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 enough though you know, so it's like the people that, you know, it's like, oh, he's fine. It's terrible. That's horrible. It gives them enough of a yes, a, a thing to hate. But but then it also gives a nod to the people like, it's like, yay, you know, they, they came out with this or whatever. And so even just that one little scene gives them enough for people to chew on to play on both sides. Yeah. Depending on what's you know, what side they're they're on. Correct. You know, I mean, I, I and to me, it's just a throwaway line. And it's like, OK, he's had relationships before and it, I don't really care whether it's male or female or whatever he's had. That's the past or whatever. So, yeah. Well, or, or, or the future or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't doesn't really uh, matter to me right. e- e- either way. But um, I mean, that was kind of alluded to as well. I think like in the trick or in the end credits or whatever, when they like show his mugshot or his file or something like that, I think it, there was some line in there, you know, about, I don't know, gender or sexuality or, right. or something like that. And I think it said fluid or yeah. some, something along those lines. So that was kind of brought up early, early on by people. That were wanting to right. Right. But this time is the first time it actually gets mentioned during the course of the show as a line of dialogue. So, right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's just, that was like one line in the show. And it's like, yeah. And unfortunately online, then it, it gets a whole, people are expecting that to be the whole episode or something. I assume when they tune into it, it's like not even, if, yeah. If yeah. Link, it, that part's gone. Um but but I, yeah, I, I like I like the episode. Like you were saying, I like the the interaction between the two mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, they I think they they work well together. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that was that was good. Well, yeah. I just enjoy Tom Hilston, just his his way he plays the character and the characters interplay. Really, with everybody's pretty good. I mean, I I like him with with Sylvie. 
but I also like him with Mobius. Um, I think that their interplay is great. And if anything gets better throughout the course of the series and then, uh, uh, and, and then even his interplay with um, the folks that, that are his enemies over at the TVA or whatever is also interesting always. Um, Bob, what, what are your thoughts on the episode and what do you think? Yeah, I, like I said, I like the series. I like what they're doing with Loki's character. Uh, really interested to see how it ends. I, I forgot there's only six because man, that man, this is moving fast. And yeah. there's one more episode. So it's going to be just to see where they go with it and him specifically, if he kind of goes back to his old ways at the end. And yeah, I really liked it, those two together. Yeah. Uh, I think they, they really they worked off each other well. And and they've kind of changed his character a little bit, you know, and I guess giving them some, I don't know, humanity or whatever for a better word. You know, it's like yeah. before, you know, when the Avengers movies like leading the the attack on Earth and all, all this other kind of stuff. And you know, it's like doesn't really care about anybody and was almost kind of more of a bad guy. <laughs> so now he's more of a good guy. That's what I'm worried about. They're gonna flip him back. At the end, if he's like gonna revert or something, but I'm hoping not. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where 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 it heads at the end. Um, I did see a part of an interview with Kevin Faggy this week that was interesting. In that, uh, I was wondering in my head, it was like, okay, why are they putting these three sh- series back to back to back like they did without a little more breathing room and things, but in the interview with him, it, it made it make sense. He's like, well, the way things were supposed to go before COVID, um, we had things set up to go in a certain order. And he said, luckily we're able to make it where only one thing got out of order, uh, which is Black Widow, because that was supposed to come out way back 11 months ago, essentially, is when it was going to air and they kept on postponing it and it just came out like this week um but he said everything else is going to go the way it's supposed to go so i think that's why they put all three like back to back as quickly as they did because they wanted them all to be done before they got to the next movie after black widow so um and essentially also be done theoretically even before black widow you know and so they which they essentially basically did so uh, I don't know if you two see, have seen Black Widow yet. I saw it on the Thursday opening. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a good film. I think uh, Marvel fans will enjoy it, especially if you're a fan of Winter Soldier. The the not the character, but the the movie, the, the Captain America Winter Soldier. I'd say was the most similar to this, in that it's kind of that espionage intrigue sort of thing instead of uh, straight superhero stuff. Well, she can't do straight superhero stuff. I mean, right? You know, she's not a she's not a superhero. She's I I, I never really cared for that character. Uh, yeah. In in the movies, to me, it was like, you know, it's like, okay, so yeah, you're really good at martial arts. You're dealing with people like Thor and and the Hulk and things like this. It's like, yeah, go do martial arts against them. You know, with 
with their superpowers, you know, it's like, well, Jim, uh, they're on the same team, so they wouldn't be fighting each other. They're fighting together. I know, but, but just, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting also other, you know, super villains and, and things like that. And, and just, just, you know, you, you got Tony Stark with Iron Man, you know, he has all the technology, which helps him out. And then you just got her in some tight outfit doing Kung Fu stuff. And that's supposed to, you know, be of much help to all the rest of the group. Just, she just didn't seem to fit in. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll accept that. I, I, you know, from a sexist pig like yourself, I can see why you would have, <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> no, I, I think they did need a female character in the Avengers somehow. And I'm trying to rack my brain to see who else they would have. I guess they could have introduced uh, Wanda earlier, had her yeah. appear in the first movie. Yeah, see, Wanda, you can see where, you know, okay, she has some abilities and stuff like that. So she right. could be in that league, you know, of, of people. Um, so, but that's yeah. always been a problem with the Avengers and the Justice League um, that you sort of would go, well, once they have essentially Thor or Superman on their team, why do they need anybody else? It could be just that person has enough power to, to do whatever they need to have happen. Um, but the, the caveat you always have to accept is the fact that for characterization and everything, you want to have other members of the team. And I, and I get what they were trying to do. They were like, okay, we already got these super power, heavy powered guys. Let's go for some people that are more subtle, like Hawkeye, like uh, Black Widow. But it does where you start to see them fight a whole bunch of aliens and they come out. Okay. Yeah. You think if I'm Thor, I would spend so much of my time, like making sure that those guys have their backs covered and that I, that I'm protecting uh, Hawkeye and, and, and uh, black widow. That would be one of my main things that I'm doing because I know if I take my eyes off them for a second, they could all of a sudden be killed. So it would, it would, impair how well you could do your job as as thor i would think now historically they showed that they don't i mean in the in the avengers movies they don't do that they just let them be on their own but i do think they'd have some dead avengers on their hands probably yeah exactly <laughs> well they did in i guess in infinity war they had dead people yes <laughs> but that sort of killed everybody <laughs> indiscriminately yeah. Or supposedly, or not. <laughs> apparently, didn't kill kill the old school Avengers, but only the new school Avengers. But uh, so, what what did you think of David Harbor in it as their? I guess she, he plays her dad. He's the guy from uh, Stranger Things. Uh, he was good. It was he was. Uh, uh, I, I, from the previews, I didn't know how well he would he would do, but uh, he was fun and uh, did a, did a decent job. So I yeah I. I would give it a decent rating of a, of a film. Um, I'm pro what historically what I've do with, with these films is I go see them on opening night with some friends. And then uh, a few weeks later, I usually see them with my wife and go to the theater and it costs, you know, 30, 40, probably $50 or more in that we're probably going out 
to dinner first, probably closer to a hundred bucks because you're going out to dinner first and then you go see the film and then you buy some candy and some popcorn at the film and a drink or something, which costs you $25. And <laughs> then yeah. you pay your $30 to see the film for two tickets. Right. So I'm thinking, uh, no, I kind of like the way they've got this setup where you can get it on Disney plus for $29. So I think what I'll end up doing is prime buying it on Disney plus and watching it with my wife that way. Um, and uh, so that's, that's probably the way, and it'll actually be cheaper for me to do it that way. Even though people are saying, well, that's too expensive to, to get a movie. I'm like, really $29 just too much to, to get a movie that's showing in theaters that you could. Well, especially if you're, if you're watching it, like with your whole family. You exactly. Know? If you're watching yeah. at least two people or more, you're actually going to save money. Yeah. Um, shoot if you're one person that goes and buys popcorn and a drink you're probably saving money as well because because you're 15 but yeah i bet bet you'd be at close to 30 bucks by the time you bought a popcorn and a drink and uh watched a movie so you won't get smellorama you don't have smellorama at home yeah yeah (laughs) but uh, but it was in it's the first time i've been in the theater in probably two years Right, because it'd been a while. Even before COVID, I just hadn't seen anything recently. So uh, that was interesting being in a theater again. I love there. We have ones with those seats that recline and very comfy, and it's uh, it was a nice experience being back in a theater again. Um, I don't know. Do do you guys go see movies much, or do you mostly just watch things on TV, or what? How do you guys? I mean, I mean, historically before COVID. Occasionally, oh, go ahead, Jim. Uh, occasionally, a movie if it's a big blockbuster one, but most most of the time, I just you know wait for them to be online and stuff. Right. So that most of the Marvel films you've seen in the theaters, then? Yeah, most 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 of them I I went to the theater. Yeah. Okay, Bob. Yeah, same same. If it's a big like saw those the Benny War series, those in the theater. Um. Some catch if they're not as big on some sort of streaming service. Yeah, huh. I am uh, waiting for them to. Are you feeling safe enough to go back into the theaters, or are you guys still going to watch things at home for a while? Um. Yeah, I'm not sure about Black Widow. Jim's going for safety again. Yo, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure of you guys' vaccination status, so I'm wearing a mask <laughs> just in case. Here, for just people be, at home just, that are listening, be, Jim put on a mask. Now. Now just he's be safe. Masks. I'm going to double max mask here. <laughs> very, very nice, Jim. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether people are 100% comfortable going back into the theater. It, it depends on how. One day, have you had your vaccinations and are you immunocompromised or anything like that? So all of that plays into account. But I, I think only the immunocompromised people probably are the ones that need to worry because the people that are vaccinated are vaccinated and the people that don't want to get vaccinated, well, they're taking their own risks and they're deciding anyway, not to get vaccinated. Yeah. So they probably don't worry about it. So, you know, it's really only the immunocompromised people. Anyway. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. So yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting now seeing uh, going forward. It, it certainly had the biggest opening Thursday night, like 
thirteen point seven million or something with, uh, in the last year. Any movies since the beginning of COVID? <laughs> that's pretty. That's good for a Thursday because it even compares well to pre-COVID movies. Um, I think like the the Ant Man series or something. The first one I think had fifteen million maybe on, on Thursday. It just is dwarfed by if you look at Endgame or. But it's not really fair to compare it to Endgame or or any or any of the other Avengers movies. You can only compare it to, you know, I would say Ant Man is comparable. I would say, um, maybe maybe uh, Ms. Uh, Captain Marvel could be somewhat comparable. But I don't know. That was even more of a spectacle sort of movie because that one got uh, twenty million, I think, on its Thursday opening. But still. I'd say 13.7 in the area of in the COVID times is, is showing that maybe we're heading out of this thing, which is great. So hopefully it doesn't. Well, especially look- for, for kind of a minor, minor character. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I mean, she's I not one of them. She's not, I mean, she's in the Bender movies and everything else, but as far as the major characters, I don't, I wouldn't consider her a major character. I'm kind sure. of, I was really surprised to gave her her own movie. Well, especially after she was dead. <laughs> you you would think the actress would be going well i i was hoping to get my own movie but i was thinking it would be before i died not after i died (laughs) whatever you guys have your plan i'll just go with it oh and just so we know when this movie takes place of course it takes place after civil war and most of it it pretty much ties into right because it, it mentions things in Civil War. Civil War gives it some of its impetus for where it's going. So that's where it fits in. If I was going to watch these things in order, I'd watch Civil War and then I'd watch this movie before I watched um, Infinity War and that sort of thing. Good chips, Jim? <laughs> I, I'm adding ASMR to your your video. Okay, that's great. Those <laughs> look at nachos. Are they on my face? No. <laughs> That's an old quote. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Only but a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, anything else with Loki? I think uh, we probably covered it well enough for this episode of Loki, other than saying, hey, we're all enjoying the series tremendously. And uh it, it's a hard one. I mean, you give spoilers because you can talk about the next episode if a person, you know, if we wanted to. But it's it's a trickier one because there's not really um, what whole arc sort of things you can you can destroy or something too much. It's 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 such a it changes direction so quickly between every episode. It's it's a harder one to to spoil. But anyway, I hope you all enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you next time for. Loki episode four, I guess. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Jim.